This is Cody, and I present to you this very important message. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or positions of the host employers. Any content provided by our hosts is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone, or anything, for that matter. Thank you and God bless. And I would pod 100 episodes, and I would pod 100 more, just to be the man who pods with y'all. Uh, what's the rest of the song? To fall down at your pod. Yeah? Yeah. That was outstanding. Every 100 episodes, right? Hundo. That's right. Uh, the, only older, the only thing older than this podcast is the Titanic and those who have entered its steely, cold womb of death. And its newest occupants. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I saw like this uh, thing where it's like the ballroom scene from the Titanic, like when like Rose dies. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, it's like you, you, you spend $250,000 and you wake up. To the fucking ballroom scene in Titanic. Welcome you. It reminded me, like, my first thought was uh, Ghost Ship. The intro of Ghost Ship, where the line breaks loose and cuts everybody in half except for the little girl. I don't think I've seen Ghost Ship. I'll have to get Brittany on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all about... I'm sure I'm sure she's seen Ghost Ship. Yeah, it's... I mean, that this wasn't like a B-movie either. It was... I mean, it was one of those cheesy ones, but yeah, it's like the opening scene is... A, it's a big, fancy dance on a like titanic-esque thing and a uh, uh the wire snaps and kills everybody on the deck like snap you know basically cuts everybody in half except for i think like a little boy or a little girl because it goes over their head that kind of sounds familiar yeah <laughs> but yeah 100 episodes three almost three years on dwir i think we skipped a lot of weeks. I think October. <laughs> I think October would be. Oh, yeah, well, we had a couple of long breaks. That kind of makes that kind of makes sense now. Yeah, because I think October would be three years of this. Yeah, this format, which means it's it's got to be almost time for uh, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin season two. It's got to be coming up September, something like that. Something like that. Well, there's also got to be like a, a reunion. For the three of us to getting together, but um, you I know, think we do it in uh, Tupelo. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> just, just no, we do it in Tupelo. <laughs> the year that Tupelo. that Jonathan's like finally like fuck this place. I'm moving to Texas, and he goes to fucking Round Rock. But we have already booked like Airbnbs to <laughs> Tupelo. We make him go. Yeah, we we'll make him too. go back to Tupelo. That'd be the way to yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. See, like, I think it's a good idea because I just want to, like, spend a day with him as he drives around, like, gets in fights with people at donut shops or whatever he does all, the, <laughs> all day. 
<laughs> it's not donut shops. He's talking about uh, he's talking about Connie's, Connie's chicken that sells dude, that the place. blueberry. The blueberry donuts. No, I feel like like a few weeks back, he's like, oh, God, I almost like fought this guy at the donut store. I'm like, huh? Wasn't it his like ex-brother-in-law? Maybe. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was his ex-brother-in-law. No. It, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense in context. I think I might have missed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, an ever-evolving situation, I I hear. So. We get a lot of, uh, lot of good info from our uh, NFIT and CRISP. Crispo, crypto correspondent. No kidding. He cracks me up with that shit. I've been doing a little bit more research into it, and it's just like every time I get anywhere with the podcasts that are related to crypto, it always starts to eventually sound like multi-level marketing, and that's oh, it's, you know it's all a grift. Yeah, and like surely he knows that. That's why he keeps trying to convince us to do it. And then I mean, I've got Dogecoin. That, like, I don't that know, group chat. Buy any. Crypto is the it follows of schemes. Like, <laughs> you have to like fuck the next person to get rid of it. This uh, that group chat is like I think long and it is a very deliberate process for me to send a message in there because if it's like if I send something, I know it's going to get responded to, and then once either Cody or Jonathan responds to it. Then Cody and Jonathan are going to have an hour and a half long conversation. Just inside nine conversation. Dude, I come back and I'm like missed 45 messages kind of thing. And I'm like, holy shit. So today when I'm hunkering down trying to write this research paper. So Cody, you responded to, you you responded. talking about like fighting Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. So you responded to my, you responded to my picture I sent this morning almost immediately. And then Jonathan picked it up. And as soon as Jonathan responded, I was like, fuck here we go and then sure as shit like my watch starts vibrating and my phone starts vibrating and i'm in the middle of reading like reading no shit academic journals trying to break down (laughs) trying to break down statistics on global work from home versus uh, versus return to office like statistics and i get this and my phone starts going nuts and i was like can't take it i can't fucking take it so i mute the notifications i take my watch off i get to writing and then uh, I pick it up, and I notice that there hasn't been anything for, like, an hour. I go, okay. So I turn the notifications back on. I read through it, and as soon as I turn it back on, you two start talking about how you can't fight Martha Stewart because she's too hot, but you think you could You think you think <laughs> could fuck up Kanye because he's fat now, even though – whatever the case may be. Well, that's all Jonathan. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's kind of the best – it's one of the better parts of my day. I don't do too much on, like, Reddit or, or – social media anymore so that's that's kind of like my little entertainment stuff now but so i got i got really busy <laughs> so i couldn't really respond once i said marv the steward's a fox i couldn't fight her like he said king charles been training for 40 years so it's like training for what to wear a heavy crown on his head i, don't I, know. Think, I think i think jonathan is uh given king charles too much so, gas i feel like he can get the smoke so y'all y'all go nuts in this group chat and it happens it seems to happen like at the same time every day it usually happens somewhere between like 1 30 and 2 30s when the group chat just blows up and i specifically know that because that's it's gotta a, be jonathan taking a shit because it's always him sitting well in something random. that's about the time yeah, but it's always fucking news related and then like an hour later i'll start seeing the news pop up (sighs) anything from the shit with the titanic to you guys clued me into the the wagner group um, movements in russia 
Man, that was a fun like sixteen hours. Then just like just fizzled out. Well, uh, oh yeah. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it like I know it's one thirty to two thirty Eastern time is when the shit pops off because that's about the time TJ goes down for his afternoon nap. And if I'm at home, I always volunteer to watch him while he's taking his nap, so I can take a nap too. And I fucking plug my phone in, and guess what? It just goes ape shit the entire time I'm trying to take a nap, and just sits there and vibrates. When all I want to do is you turn the vibrate off, because I just want to catch a 30 minute nap, not hear my phone incessantly buzz for 45 minutes because YouTube. Oh come have on, private guy. Conversation. Does this kid ever wonder what all the buzzing's all about? Like what you're doing under the covers? No, because she's out there being the breadwinner of the family actually working while her lazy-ass husband is sleeping with their infant son going, yeah, I'll watch him. (laughs) Is there any part of you that thinks uh, that maybe she knows what you're doing? No, no, I I, I 100% every time she's like, all right, he's going to go down to his afternoon nap. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch him. She goes, you're just going to sleep. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm going to be in the same room, so in case something happens, I'll hear him cry, and I'll be able to take care of it. I am I am <laughs> a dedicated father like that. Ex- except for choking the silent death. Oh, well. Well, now you've got me scared. Thanks a lot. I went in the room the other day because he hadn't moved for like an hour, and I saw it on the monitor, and I creeped in there, and oh, I put gee. my hand on his chest just to make sure he was breathing, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Okay, please, please don't let this happen while I'm watching the monitor. <laughs> let it be somebody else. I cannot. Yeah, because like usually, like all these babies do is just fart and make weird noises when they're sleeping. Yeah, and like for them to be quiet and still, you're like, whoa. whoa and perfect. Whoa, whoa. I mean, perfectly still. Like didn't rotate his head. Just it was weird. I I like I turned the monitor on and off to make sure it wasn't frozen, and then I finally walked in there and put my hand on his chest. It's like okay, he's still alive. Good. <laughs> bonus anyway Aaron you want to do your thing oh shit man hey guys how was your week Cody you want to take how it was off that? with your new smoker yeah man let's hear it yeah uh, pretty good week uh, I turned 36 yes you so that did that was cool uh, so I'm now at the end of my mid 30s unfortunately almost halfway through a midlife crisis according to me I'm there was a couple moments on like Friday and Saturday. I'm like, kind of bummed. What the fuck? But then I went for a run on Sunday and I felt better, so it's good. Uh, yeah. So Friday went to this uh, place down off Lamar. So JM, are you familiar with Tiki, uh, tiki Tatsu? No, I'm sorry, Ramen Tatsuya. No. Okay. Well, it's like a ramen spot in Austin. They've expanded, so now they have their South Lamar location has this whole. It's a big building. So half of it is a ramen spot. The back half of it is tiki. the most immersive tiki fucking thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Tiki. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. <laughs> some dads get into bird watching. Some dads get into tiki drinks. That's Yeah, fuck birds. <laughs> Are you going to put a conversation pit in your house? Mood lighting? I might. Yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> just like ripping up the floor in Brittany's office and taking the old pit from the hot tub because it's not filled in <laughs> just <laughs> making it like a fire pit indoors like maybe a conversation pit there's some pillows in there a little shag you, carpet. Could, you could put some uh maybe like a a tea and a hole in there and you know practice your putting Ooh, that'd be a good one too you know that's actually a good idea yeah but yeah so that was pretty cool so like Brittany and i had date night is really nice uh then sunday we went to this really sweet splash pad those are the things you get excited about when you have kids and you're 36 yep. 
it's like a whole like rock quarry they turn like it and looks yeah, like I get quarry. I get stoked about the free ones for sure. Yeah, so two bucks each, so not even free. But there are free ones down on the square in Georgetown. Are pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, I picked up this. Uh, it's just like a little tailgate. It's like, like a smoker. I mean, it's more of a charcoal. It's like grill, a kettle smoker, but, right? Yeah, it's like a little. Yeah, it's like a little like looks like R two D two like the the angular. It's like version a it's like him. a pony keg smoker. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm gonna tr- probably you know test it out. Yeah, Friday or Saturday, something like that. You could like a little kebab grill. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, it's, it's pretty easy to travel. So, like, if you're doing like a river trip, you're camping, you're going on the beach, like, boom, right there, you just like yellow fire. Yeah, contained. Yeah, yeah, it was free on Marketplace or on one like the offer up Georgetown groups. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll be there. Dope. There was one that I was kind of looking at that was open flame, not like a smoker, but it was a. Uh, it's called a solo stove, and I think that you can put a little rack on the top of it, and you can just fire stuff up. Um, yeah. So, uh, but that that shit's expensive, man. I don't know about the solo stove. I want one because, um, you know, not every campsite is kind of set up the same. So maybe you want to have stuff moved around. So anyway, there's like there's this really expensive grill. Yeah, Nomad grills. Have you seen those? No, not the Nomad. Hmm. Is that a like camp camp grill or is that a at home? Because out here we've got one at the hardware store that's kind of sexy looking. It's called like the Japanese Green Egg or something like that, oh, and it's the, like oh, the, the Green Eggs are a big deal. Like some yeah, people get really, really fucking into those. What the fuck's up with the Green Egg? And why did I just one day walk into a hardware store and that was the thing that was at the centerpiece of their like grill section? I thought Blackstones yeah. were like the new rage. No, yeah, right now, flat, like, pellet, flat top is pellets. what I would like to have. I would right, love a flat, flat top. top. That's but like the big raging, like, grilling, smoking, right fucking now, right? Well, w- yeah, the pellet grills. No, no, so. no, 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 no. Pellet grills, pellet grills, I, for I, sure. I've seen, like, I thought the Traeger thing, I thought by now everybody had their Traeger or their big green. Traeger egg. over? What's. Um, like now I'm with Aaron on this is like everything I'm seeing right now is like how, oh, I, how I season my blackstone, a- how to cook on your blackstone. Am I saying this right? Is it a blackstone? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I just looked it up. Okay. But these are just like basically like hibachi. They're fucking flat irons. Yeah. No, like these, are we trying to up price these? These, these used to be like the cheapest things you could buy. Aaron, Aaron knows what I'm talking about. Like, as soon as I mentioned it, No, I'm he looking went, at it right now. Yeah, as soon as I mentioned it, Aaron I'm, was all I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Let's take a look at this thing. It's a fucking flat iron. Yeah, yeah these used to be dirt cheap. Like, my, Mark's had one for years, not a Blackstone. Like, yeah, you, uh, put a, you bend a fucking piece of sheet metal over it, put a Bunsen burner underneath it, and boom, you're cooking fucking eggs outside. That's also how you cook. Oh, dude, this is, this, is, this is the flat top. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, all it is. Those, dude... I mean that's that's kind of what I want for for grilling in my backyard these days. Um, I would like a smoker, but I find that I only have time to smoke meats maybe half a dozen times a year. It's a commitment. Like you got to be there and nothing else. No, no, that's yeah, I legitimately. And, you know, I uh, I hesitate to complain about heat in Washington State. Just get but the what I will smoker. say is, what would be nice is having something that cooks just as well as my stove does um, inside, 
but outside because I, I love grilling. Um, and these things are totally cool. Like you can, you can do a braise on it, you know, uh, you can, <clears throat> yeah, you can use, you know, like a, a ceramic, um, uh, pot on it, like a, yeah, a crusade like or lodge. Sto- yeah. You just want to do stove stuff outside. Aaron, I, yeah, Aaron, save your, save your money. Put, put 10, $25 a month away until you can grab yourself a pellet grill because I will tell you that I love I love a smoker. Like I cannot wait to go back to Texas and sma- and snag the smoker from Walker's place and drive it back out here because um, I love the wood smoker. But I will tell you that like I did a honey glazed ham two Christmases ago on my Traeger where I smoked it. Um, Those things rip, absolutely rip at pork products. Um, dude, yeah, I so if I they smoke, rip at pork products, that would be a game changer. I smoke even around here. I smoke my ribs on that Traeger because I don't have to forget. I don't have to worry about it, right? I know the temperature I'm going to get. Um, I yep. did a I did a smoked pork butt or smoked pork shoulder the other day, bone in pork shoulder, and smoked it for two hours. Wrapped it for four, pulled it off and shredded it, and turned them into pulled pork sliders with a homemade barbecue sauce. Like they are, it's set it and forget it. Doesn't matter if and it rained that day, so it didn't matter if it rained. It wasn't going to bring the temperature down to yeah, my smoker. Didn't fuck with you at all. I don't have to worry about which direction the wind's blowing and fucking orientate or orient my smoker to make sure that I'm getting a crosswind and I'm not, you know stoking the fire or choking it. Um, it just it plugs in, it goes. It's the easiest clean ever. You would find you would find a reason to cook on that thing more than four times a year. I did fucking uh, smoked um, bell peppers where I'd stuffed bell peppers with with like ground sausage um, and other fixins inside of it, cheese on top, and then I smoked. Dude, them. I mean, imagine doing like. Um, I feel like poppers would fucking kick ass. Oh yeah, too. yeah. But like For sure, but doing like cheeses? goat cheese and, yes. and like a lamb sausage, like an herb oh. lamb sausage. I better, I better rack a lamb and there'd be yeah. good. But fucking A, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be smoke, super good. Smoke um, cheeses, just doing like a little like. Maybe like, just finish off in the broiler, get a crisp on it. I was thinking like a smoked yeah. gruyere, um, smoked salmon. You don't even have to worry about oh. the cedar mm-hmm. plank. You can just throw it straight on there and just do like a good smoked salmon. Do all your veggies. Yeah. I'm telling you, Aaron, just put, just find a a low low amount of money you're comfortable with, just setting to the side Char- until you can I just see your see your fish, and I'll show you Charlie Crockett. I'm God damn the, right, man! I'm rocking the wedding uh, There you go. Yeah. After I saw the slam and Sam, I kind of geeked out on it for Rainier stuff. It's a dupe one. Oh. Did you get your chupacabra shit, Cody? No, I didn't do any nah. that. Um, but uh, and I'll say did, this on the grill conversation. They did just release a, a round round donuts fucking collab. It looks pretty cool. Ooh, send me a link to that one. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. All right, so That's grill awesome. stuff, Aaron. Yeah, if you think a pellet grill might be a good option, I'll definitely start looking into I'm saying it. If what I'm, I'm saying, if you're interested in more smoked meats, a pellet grill. You would find a reason to smoke meat more than four times a year using a pellet because all you have to do is pay attention to a clock. Like versus, you know, and you would get creative with it. You would do your chickens on it. You would find just some crazy stuff that you'd be like, oh, yeah, like this is who knew that I could. 
fucking make my own beef jerky on this. All I got to do is run it for eight hours. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Let's check out this baseball hat. Cody, we stepped it's, it's we stepped all over your week. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Like, I was done. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was your week. Uh, yeah, so Aaron and I started talking about this before he jumped on, but I'm going to get into it. So I sent Cody a text earlier this week. I said, if you ever want to hop on a plane and do 36 hours of travel with a three-month-old infant, think again. So leading, uh, so Caitlin and I, over Juneteenth weekend, went up to Connecticut for one of her... Because f- that's, how, that's how you celebrate that holiday. Probably, <laughs> right, just go to one of the whitest states in the world. Um <laughs> on the fucking beach where people were wearing linen. <laughs> just and it was a proper it was a proper beach club. Uh do you do y'all know what beach clubs are? I just found out what a fucking beach club is. Uh is it kinda like uh from Weekend at Bernie's? Maybe. So this is a effectively a country club, uh that is two buildings. So you have like the main the main place where you would check in, they've got the little bar, a little snack thing. Um, and then outside you have all the cabanas and changing rooms. And the beach clubs means okay. that you pay dues to rent a changing room for the season or for the year. And it's yours. You're assigned number 53 or whatever. And you can personalize it. And, and it's just like a room you walk into? It's, it's, a, it's a row of bathroom stalls. Except there's no pisser in it. It's just, it's a wooden door. You open it up and there's like wooden benches inside and that's yours to use. And nobody had a fucking lock on it, so I don't know how they... But yeah, it's assigned a number. That's what a beach club is. <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the gentleman's honor. <laughs> like, no, I did not change in your room. Yeah. So it's the weirdest thing ever um, just because I've never experienced it, right? It's weird to me. It's probably not weird up there. But, Cody, at one point you had... A newborn child. Um, and, and we never got in an airplane yeah. with him. Um, <laughs> you remember how, like, routines are super important when they're, like, three to four months old because they do the same thing every day and it just Dude, makes your life super... They're, Im- they're important at two years yeah. old. They're, they're <laughs> important at 37 years old, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So TJ usually wakes up about 6.37 a.m., he feeds, he goes back down about uh, 8.30 a.m., and he sleeps till about 11.30. And then he wakes up, eats, goes down about 1.30 or so, he sleeps till about 3.30, wakes up, eats, then like 5 to 6.30 is the witching hour. We don't know if he's going to be tired or hungry or cranky or whatever. And then he goes to bed at 7, and he's asleep from 7 until 6 a.m. the next morning, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Um. So we left for the airport at 7 a.m., like right when he was supposed to be feeding. Mm-hmm. So we feed him on the airplane, um, and the plane ride was too short. <laughs> so we take off, and he feeds. But the problem is, is you're, you know, it, they say when you, f- when you fly with infants, you should breastfeed um, on takeoff and then landing because the sucking action helps. Uh, yeah, helps. Helps with the ear pressure. Ear and they won't fuss with, like, the change in cabin pressure. Well, it was too short to do that because it was an hour and 15-minute flight. 
uh, so like 25 That's all minutes. That's get from North Carolina to fucking Connecticut? To Hartford, yeah. From Raleigh to Hartford wow. is like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, on top of that, Caitlin and I joke because um, if a purely breastfed baby uh, doesn't necessarily poop regularly, um, they may poop uh, every two days, they may poop um, every two weeks, and you just don't know. And so we joke because he hadn't pooped in like eight days, and we're like, oh, you know what's going to happen. Ha, 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 ha. And sure shit, 20 minutes after takeoff, Caitlin feels that, him that fart. Goes, in air, that change in air pressure and elevation just fucking ran through him. Caitlin <laughs> goes, man, he just farted. Oh, God, he just farted again. Oh, God, my hand's wet. JM, take him. And so I rushed to the tiny, tiny, tiny bathroom on this. Okay, first of all, this is fucked up. If her hand's already wet, that means she already has poop on her. She oh, might yeah. as well just fucking Nope, because she, she was on the window seat, I was in the middle seat, and somebody was in the aisle seat. And we are on Frontier Airlines, and it's an Airbus 320. It's tiny. <laughs> it's mostly like an Air Greyhound bus. Thing. But it's, it's Frontier, right? So, like, it's also yeah. not super nice. And so I run up to the front because like we're Greyhound. we're in row six, which is not business class or first first class because it's the cheaper version of Southwest. Um, and so I rush up to the front, and the very very nice flight attendant holds the door open for me. And I was like, I have an emergency. And she goes, I'll hold the door open so you have more room to finagle in there. So by the time I get his clothes off. Um, oh shit! This is change of clothes number two because when I was folding the uh, the stroller to do the um, the gate check on it, I handed Caitlin her coffee, which then she proceeded to spill all over our three month old child. <laughs> so there went change of clothes one. Change of clothes two happened um, in a scene out of what's a good one? I don't know if it's comparable to. Like a good Vietnam movie, um, or like Saw, but there was just there was liquid and stuff everywhere that it shouldn't be. So as I'm changing him, and it's so more of like a jackass movie. What's that? More of like a jackass movie. You essentially got into the porta potty and then it launched into the air via bungee. Mm, yeah, I could go with that. I could go with yeah. that. Yeah, it, I mean it was. It was the perfect mix of comedy and tragedy. Is what you, it was. Um, I just watched uh, fucking this Danny, jeez, uh, oh, Ben Stiller movie, but. Uh, Tropic Thunder? That's the one. I just watched <laughs> it for the first time. Sorry, the guys. First time? <laughs> for the first time? Well, I do have an explanation, and everybody's going to fucking hate me. And I'm, it's because Ben Stiller's not funny. No, no, I was like this. It, it came out in in the mid two thousands, like two thousand five or something. At the time, I was like, "I'm too cool to watch that. I want to watch art movies." Uh, so, like, and that's it, and it that's a, and that's why you're first in line for the new Wes Anderson movie last week. That, yeah, I'm are, not. No, anymore, I'm not gonna just... fucking watch it. I'm gonna go see Indiana Jones, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. At any rate. So I'm imagining something from that movie that where, uh, yeah. you know, like yeah, no, it's, imagine yeah, no, it was 100 percent like Jack Black in Apocalypse Now. That's exactly like the perfect way. To yeah, because I am changing him 
Um, and the flight attendant is being so nice. She actually has a trash bag open for me as I'm just throwing. Is the flight attendant Robert Downey Jr.? No, no. She was very sweet. Just she dressed like, as a woman. She was like, I had four of my own, plus now I have three grandchildren. This is nothing, sweetie, as I'm throwing wet wipes in there because every single one, every single one looks like I just picked up a pile of sweet potato with it because it's that orange. Yeah. So I'm doing this, right? And TJ is loving it. He is just laughing and he smiling and having a great time. Happen. So like I'm, you know, because he's he has the most infectious smile, his laugh is incredible. So of course like I'm happy about it. Meanwhile, my hand looks like I punched Trump in the face just cuz it's just it's fucking orange. orange uh from his shit uh <laughs> and then so I'm trying to clean myself up. I'm cleaning him up. He's got it all the way up to his elbows. He's got it because he's rolled around in it now. So I'm trying to make sure he doesn't get that foot and mouth disease or, you know, ass and mouth disease that Cody's kids gave him and Brittany. Um, yeah, what's that? What What was that? Not conjunctivitis. What the fuck was it? The noro. No, it's a noro or rotavirus. Rotavirus. Yeah, the rotavirus. Yeah. So I'm trying to make sure this doesn't happen. So I get him in his third change of clothes for the day. Um, and I walk out and I turn to the flight attendant, um, and I go, Hey, I got it. Like, I need to come back and clean the baby station. Cause it looks like a fucking Oompa Loompa has been smashed by an elephant. There's just, it's just a puddle of orange. Um, and I'm like, I need to come back and clean the changing station. She goes, yeah, not a problem. She kind of been walking with me back to my seat at this point, laughing and we're sharing this. I was like, I need to change clean the changing station and as I turn around some guy in the front row is walking into the bathroom and having to see this monstrosity that my son has left (laughs) and she was so nice she grabbed like she goes let me see your baby wipes when he comes out I will clean it for you and give it back I was like that is above the call of duty like please don't do that I will take care of it now that this guy's in there it's his problem. Yeah. He should have to clean it. So Frontier Airlines. she was super nice. She cleaned it. Um, so that was how our trip started off. And then this poor kid, like he was an absolute champ, but his schedule was, his schedule was fucked for two days. Um, and all he did was we tried to, we tried to accommodate as best as possible, but normal times where he should be napping he was awake and normal times where he would be awake we're like in the car for two hours so he's trying to get as much sleep as possible but then we're also stretching his like the time between Wake when windows. he wakes up and when he eats should, is generally like 15 to 20 minutes and we're stretching that to like 45 minutes at some points it was just really bad so he's a champ and we're going to do it all again uh, 4th of July weekend and it's going to be yeah that phase is tough. Uh, like we did not find ourselves doing much the first year. Like with, well, I mean, we did stuff like with the babies. We didn't do that much because, like, you really were just beholden to this schedule. Especially if you want to just r- maintain some normalcy and not listen to uh, screaming nonstop yeah. for hours. Yeah, when we want to, g- we, had, we have two. Like, you just don't get to be as flexible when you have two kids oh, who are the no, same God fucking no. age. Yeah, when we go like when we want to go out to eat, we make a we know. So I think it was last week. Caitlin had said, "Hey, I really want, um, I really want to go grab like Mexican food tonight." I went, "Great. Which place do you want to go to?" Oh, hey, let's go to the new joint. All right, cool. Uh, 
<laughs> what time are you done teaching? She goes, all right, I'm teaching. I'm done teaching at four. I was like, all right, so you done teaching at four. I'll grab him really quick. You hop a quick shower, stick a boob in his mouth from 4.30 to 5. At 5 o'clock, we're on the road. We need to be out of the restaurant by 6, back home so we can change him, do all that. It was like we were eating old people dinner at 5 p.m., so yeah, we can be back home at six <laughs> so we can have him changed and ready for bedtime by seven. <laughs> like he's got to be eating on the boob at 630 so he could be uh, down by seven. <laughs> I absolutely remember those days. It, and it like it. It wipes you out like I don't have a whole lot of like just memories of probably the first year. I mean, they're there, but not like real core stuff just because you just felt like you were constantly yo-yoing back and forth I on this schedule. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you did it with two kids other than the fact that like you have family and people that we have, have a whole the ability village, to take so, care of like, We got breaks. Up. We got breaks when we needed them. So that was good. Yeah, I don't know that Caitlin and I could do twins on our own like that. We're not on our own, but I don't know that we could do twins without <laughs> You'd like your support system that you have. <laughs> or, or you have to bring in Marty as your wet nurse <laughs> or dry nurse, whatever. <laughs> Oh, Aaron, do you, uh, well, and he would do you have Well, he usually is kind of hammered, so Dang. wet nurse. There you go. Aaron, do you have any small <laughs> children shit all over you in the past 10 days? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. How has your week's been then? Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, nothing oh, you super camping. significant. You went camping. Yeah. yeah. You had that really rainy campy tri- camping trip. Yeah, that could have been a complete and total disaster. Um,. We left on Monday, got to the campsite. It was just a it was a beautiful drive, but uh, as soon as we were coming into the North Cascades National Park, um, the rain started, and it was super light, but um, it never stopped. Uh, so in the morning, everything was good and soaked, and in the morning, we had an appointment to go on a whitewater rafting trip. Oh, cool. Nice. And... I've been wet before. Yeah, you have. Yeah, real wet. <laughs> yeah, and I've been cold, and I just don't have the appetite for it. So in the morning when I woke up and everything was wet outside and I absolutely had to wake up in the middle of the night to go take a wet night pee-pee, I was pretty, pretty perturbed and uh, You're just boo-boo mad that you like, even did this. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, pretty pretty boo boo lipped, and you're, um, you're like, I hate my job. I hate being cold. I hate being wet. A lot I of that think stuff. About all those things. Yeah. So all of that stuff for sure. Um, on Tuesday morning, when all of that stuff is happening, Maddie is talking to the raft guide and <laughs> told the raft guide that it, is he hot? And I was in the car. Like, just pouting, just being a fucking boo-boo lip dude. And Maddie was out there telling the fucking raft guy that I was sick. And the raft, <laughs> anyway, guy, just like, the raft guy just starts rolling up his sleeve and just like, oh, no, raft guy is this sick of these cute puppies? little tiny fucking blonde girl. This little blonde girl says, well, that's cool. You're the only guys that were signed up today. And if you want to come over tomorrow, I heard the rain's going to stop tomorrow. So we'd much rather do that tomorrow. Oh. And we have nobody booked tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, so what like time do you want to show up? And Maddie, without even thinking about it, said something like 10 a.m. So, like, it was perfect because 
you know, when you're camping, go to bed whenever you want to fucking go to bed. Like, if you want to go to bed at 8 o'clock because you drink all your beer, so you're nice, full, uh, and happy, you've had dinner, right? Like, just go to bed. Like, there, you don't have to stay up and get drunk. Just go to bed. Anyway, like, you're waking up at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, taking a leisurely time, like, and all we had to do is break down campsite. But at any rate, on Tuesday, we took a long drive back over to Bellingham, went to one of my top three favorite breweries in the state, hit a bookstore, listened to a podcast on the way back to the campsite, and by the time we got back at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday afternoon, the rain had stopped. So, like, we're just firing up dinner, cracking a couple beers, and then hitting the hay, and in the morning we went out broke the broke down campsite and then uh went to the raft trip hit it no talk to the raft ship i just had to, i had to like do that so i remember my thought how was rafting it was it was super cool i like raft rafting Rafting. but for this one i'm happy that it was low intensity but it left me wanting more and i've had rafting trips where i got more than i wanted you know like i fell off a, a boat in a rafting trip and and you know i was a quick recover but it happens fast and for that one i might have had a um i might have had a helmet on you know so that's i i've enjoyed that stuff and it is exhilarating and um after hitting some class three stuff i'm still kind of interested it reminds me a lot of uh, cycling in a way because you're like you're trying to maneuver yourself into certain positions um so that you can move move somewhere i'm i'm being like well you're i know that's very nebulous we've talked about cycling with you it's 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 more of as we're going down the river you're solving a technical problem and there's many ways to do it some better than others and that's kind of the cool thing about cycling and rafting. thank you thank you much better words solving the problem yeah um you know like there was a a section where like maddie was falling inside of the boat so you know i just kind of pick her up put her back into place so she can keep rowing but man it was it was a fun little trip and you know the raft guides are just outstanding conversationalists because i think they in very very technical waters have to keep people calm and kind of like and they have to orchestrate the boat you know like all right you guys all right row left row right all right viking all together all right uh you know back left and and back right but also trying to keep people's nerves down because it is the water and water is the great equalizer in fucking everything you know yeah ask anyone who thinks we're gonna like surf yeah no shit, man. I've tried to surf like two or three times, and every time I tried, just my, got my ass fucking handed. My experience with surfing is the uh, the thing at Schlitterbahn. The boogie bond? Yeah. The boogie bond. I'm going to grab always, another. There's always some, like, 16-year-old with, like, waving right. hair just out there being, like, a little, like, bronze guy. You're like, what do you do all summer? Do you live here? So I actually, while y'all were doing this, um, I just tried to order that uh, that Round Rock Express donut hat. And Cody, because you sent a link to a Canadian website that only ships to Canada. 
<laughs> that was just the first place I saw the right hat. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not buying that because it's fitted. I look weird in fitted hats. Yeah, I found a flex fit hat on uh, MI- MILB store, the minor league baseball team. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, so I, uh, one, fucking I have dope. water. I don't have fruits yet, but there I have watermelons that are vining the fuck out right now. Nice. Lots of vines, lots of flowers. I'm thinking that means lots of fruit. It is. And then for my birthday, like I've had this like plan for months because I really I got like just in my head I'm like I want to have a pumpkin patch in the backyard this fall. No, you don't. It takes over everything. You need like dedicated room for that. So I have like a section of my uh, fence line that I've got like it's like separated with rocks. Your fence line, which which fence? The long section with in the, the back. The chain link. The chain link with the neighbors on the south side. Yeah, you should yeah. be fine there. So pumpkins require six to eight hours, six to eight hours of direct sunlight. And but, it fucking it cooks over there. But yeah. they also require a fuck ton of water. Same thing with your watermelons. So those yeah, th- I've been watering things. the shit out of those. Uh, so the the pumpkins, I already got. Sp- I put those bitches in the ground on Thursday. Yeah, evening. they're probably already sprouted. I got, I got sprouts. All right. Uh, the your water times. Uh, what time are you watering? When I can. Okay. So uh, no for ideally what, it's morning. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Well, you need to be probably morning and evening. Uh, if you do morning and evening, you can go every other day. If you're only doing mornings, you probably need to go every day. Um, yeah. A a gallon, or I'm sorry, a what do they want? Uh, they want like like a liter a day until they're established. Um, but time when you water is super key for plants. So, uh, what do you? What was your high temp today? Like ninety eight hundred? No, it was like a hundred and one. Okay. So, um, you need to make sure. So, all the plants that you water. Um, especially your veggies, make sure, one, you're watering everything at the root. You're not watering any, like, leaves, flowers, stems, anything like that, right? Uh, Two, if you are, like, spraying all your plants and you're just doing, like, bulk watering and, you you know, you're getting water on the stems and the leaves and the flowers and the fruit and all that, uh, you need to make sure you're doing it prior to about 7.30 in the morning. Uh, because you'll actually um, you'll actually scorch your plants, so that water the water that the water that doesn't burn off uh, during a Texas summer, you're going to scorch your plants. If you're getting any water on the flowers, the leaves, the fruits, it all needs to be at the base, like directly at the root. All right, cool. We're, and we're it's probably a, fucked already. Sweet. Yeah. So don't be watering plants between like basically 10 a.m. and about 9 p.m. <laughs> Okay, I gotta rethink how I've been doing shit. Like this morning, I got it out there like at seven fifty. I'll send you. I'll send you a link. Um, I'll send you a link for an automatic watering kit, which is which will make your life um, way easier. It's called the Mister Mister, and you can grab it at Lowe's. Yeah, but I'm pretty stoked. The watermelons and pumpkins are good. Like my tomatoes are a bust. Uh, nope. I bought more basil because I. I didn't do that right. I crowded everything, and so the basil didn't. So I got separate basil, separate, like, potted area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, companion planting. Look up companion planting. That'll be your friend. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on jar Gardens, the only thing I've been kind of working on is just trying to eradicate some disgusting fucking invasive blackberry. 
Um, I'm gonna grab another beer and then yeah, we're gonna get into it. Dad, Dad Rocket, Dad Rocket. I'm oh, on jar for number sure. before. Yeah, oh yeah. I was gonna say I'm on jar number four of pickles. I just jarred. I just canned my fourth jar of pickles. Um, and my cucumber plants like haven't even started really producing yet. This is me going out nice once a week and grabbing pickles or grabbing cucumbers. Uh, my next, I think I'm gonna get a jar. In fact, I know I'm going to be able to. Before I leave for Boston this weekend, I'm doing two jars of relish. I'm going to do a sweet relish and a spicy relish. Um, I've got too much zucchini. I have no fucking clue what to do with all this zucchini. Th- that's why I hate zucchini, man. No, it's great because I give away a lot of it. Like, I'm growing stuff so I can grow it because I can use it. And well, I'd rather give away something that I want to fucking eat, you know? Like, I just don't find zucchini to be a pleasurable vegetable. Oh, dude. zucchini boats make it, made a fucking zucchini pizza out of them the other day, like kind of carved out the middle of it and dropped pepperoni and marsh, uh, and uh, mozzarella on top and then baked those hoes. Yeah, man. Zucchini boats. Okay, so you can turn it into stoner food. Yeah, 100%. Um, I do a lot of, like... I did a really good veggie uh, veggie bake the other day with uh, cucumbers from the garden, zucchini from the garden, uh, carrots, um, mushrooms, and potatoes. Threw it all on a baking sheet with like a garlic flavored olive oil, a couple some uh, some basil from the garden last year that I've had dried out for you know twelve months at this point. Um, and some parsley and some oregano, some salt, black pepper, and just baked it. And then we just had like a straight up veggie bake with it. Yeah, doing stuff that like that is pretty fun. Um, I've been fucking around with like um, herbed yogurts and Ooh. tzatziki for vegetable bakes like that. I think um, something nice and fatty like a like a a yogurt or a a tzatziki really lends itself to the like those style of dishes. Well, so I think I'm gonna start, and especially with the like the oregano. Yeah, you know? I think I'm gonna start um, selling my cucumbers because I've given away a lot, and people really, really seem to like them. And I think this is like an OnlyFans euphemism. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do they do uh, farm stands out there? They do, but this is like people that come. Oh, by. you could do a letter, Kenny. No, this is like people that come by the come by because their kids have lessons or whatever. We did a customer appreciation, we did a client appreciation thing the other day, um, and everybody brought food. So I brought a, like a lot of sides, and one of the things I brought out was two jars of pickles from last year, and everybody was loving them. They went away really quick, so I grabbed another two jars, and people had mentioned they're like, "Oh, these are really good," and I mean, I'm not going to make money on it, but he like here five bucks for a. For a quart jar of pickles, like that covers my overhead for my canning supplies for the year, effectively. Um, and I'm already picturing, I'm already looking to carve out a section underneath the barn to basically do storage where I can do my relish and my pickles, um, maybe some canned tomato sauces. Um, I grow my own, I, there's a lot of stuff that with my basil, I'm thinking about trying to can. Um, what do you call it? Uh, what's that green uh, pesto? Like canning and storing pesto too. Oh, garla pesto. Yeah, yeah, homemade pesto is pretty outstanding. All right, 
Let's not let's not wait any longer. Forty seven minutes into this, it's gonna be a long episode, but we got this. Episode one hundred. We're doing something we all love. We're doing something we all enjoy. We're creating fucking lists. And Cody came up with this brilliant idea. Um, because we're all we're all middle aged, right? So what do you do when you're middle aged? But sure. Yeah. What do you do when you're middle aged? You listen to dad. You make lists. Oh, yeah, you listen to dad. Rock. You listen to dad rock. Probably also if you're like a young girl who like is wearing like their wide leg jeans these days, you probably listen to dad rock too. Hundred like, percent. But ironically. So, Cody, you want to give us the premise of this, and then we can uh, flip coins to see who goes first, or however you want to do it. Yeah. So this one, I kind of thought. I was a little too particular with my vision of what butt rock was last time. So this one's more free form. There's no right or wrongs unless I say so. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Uh, but yeah, so my idea and the genesis was like dad rock. I'm a dad. James a dad. Aaron looks like he could be a dad and maybe he doesn't know he's a dad. Possibly. I don't know. He he's been divorced. Who knows? He's a good man points of to make. He's a man of mystery. There you yeah, go. So, so dad rock. I just felt like it was all right. So what do you th- like? So it's like top ten dad rock. Make it a mix of like what you think dads listen to. Maybe what your dad particular listened to. Like what you as a dad listen to or would listen to in Aaron's case, and just like make like the cosmic gumbo of what your ideal dad rock 10 is, I guess. That's what I was thinking. To me, it kind of sounds like you're asking for like what you'd play in the garage. If you had like a sixer and the hood open to the the old steel fucking car, right? Like the old old school. And your kid's holding a flashlight and keeps giving (laughs) you the wrong wrench. (laughs) God damn it. That's a flat tip. I need a Phillips. Love it. Uh, I need the three quarters, not the five eighths. So while while we're doing this, I have my list pulled up in a Word document. So while we're doing this, I'm going to record everybody else's list, and then we can send it up, and then we'll put up some stories about everybody's dad rock. Maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, do like a little Spotify playlist of our favorite dad rock. I'm and liking share. a lot of errands. I feel like we might have the same dad. Oh, did y'all share? Did y'all share these? Uh, he just texted his. Oh, my phone's Yeah, I w- I, there's no way I would have remembered. I just pinned that one up. Need, I kind of shouldn't have seen it. I want to be surprised. But I'm going to let you take us on the journey. All right, Aaron, are you going first? I think Aaron no, goes first. No, no, I, I thought re- it was going to be. I read hey, your list. You got to go first. <laughs> no, the way I imagined this one playing. Are you starting with number Was 10 that we would just kind of like. In my okay, mind, it goes one, 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 two, two, two. However, I do think that there's opportunity to go through it. Like, all right, maybe we go through our top three, and then yeah, yeah. So I think I think we all start at number ten. We go around and we say number tens, and we'll walk we'll walk ourselves through till we get to the top five. So we'll round robin, we'll round robin. Everybody's like, hey, my number ten is, and then when we get to top five, uh, what's the order going to be on top fives? Cody, this is your brainchild. Do you want to go first or last? I'll go first. Okay. So when we get to top five, Cody will go first. Aaron, do you want second or last? I'll I'll take second. Okay. Fuck me. Okay. So let's round robin number ten through six. Um, you this, gave me an option. Yeah, I know. This is gonna make uh, this is gonna make recording it nice and fun. All right. 
but yeah, we'll uh, let's round robin it. So uh, I think I think before we start on everybody's number ten, you describe your your muse behind your list. How did you envision this list coming about? Because I have like a vision of what my the person that is listening to these songs in my head as dad rock. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like mine's like kind of like, you know, like the highwayman where he's a dam builder, he's a sailor, but the end of it, he's he's a he's flying a starship. That's my vision. So it's totally. like, yeah, you, you have like, you have like the Genesis, like the first dad. So it's like, all right, <laughs> the first what dad are the song. What are the songs like? My dad would butcher in a car. Or like, what if songs like oh, my dad to this day thinks like, oh yeah, this is sexy, and we'll get there. I'm sure Aaron's just probably the same. Uh, you know, then it goes like, all right, like, what do I think a cool dad will listen to? What do I think like a uh, Texas dad will listen to? Then like, what do I think I'm you know like listen what to are my personal Charlie Crockett and listen to Holy or and drink Holy Mountain brews is what I would guess. Yeah, so like I don't know, like like again, like my my vision is is like kind of like the highwayman. Like you've got like just the multitude of dads, the multiverse of dads, the dads that were, the dads that are, and the dads that will be. I love it. It's so poetic. <laughs> so. That being said, no pressure, guys. You're number ten. All right, so I saw I'm gonna, my number ten. It's not my favorite, but everything I read about Dad Rock, like over the past few years, that have led me down some rabbit holes. Wilco always comes up. So Wilco, I, I like, and and the more I listen to Wilco, I'm like, this is easy listening Dad Rock. Are you gonna say is Sun Volt somewhere in your list too? If Wilco's in here. No, oh, like, we could just call that singer songwriter at this point, right? Because yeah, that sits like, right next to some fucking Steve Earle, which sits next to probably Drive By, right? Like Drive By might be somewhere between like rockabilly and singer songwriter okay, at this rate. Okay, so Wilco, what they song? have a country influence for sure. I won't. I would even put Drive By as a dad rock band these days. They can be. Okay, number ten. They're all Wilco. What song? No, no, this, like, for me, it's it's not necessarily oh, songs. Oh, we're just going bands. bands. Okay. That's what I thought. That was my, I should have been more clear about that. Oh. But if I was going to, but yeah, it's like, you know, if you want to pick, like, just like a peg, a dad rock song by Wilco, I'd probably go Casino Queen. Okay, Casino Queen. Well, just because I, I, I think it'd be fun to do a little uh, playlist off of this. So, well, I mean, playlist, if you could, if sure. you could pack yeah. a song, so I, yeah, I, let's I get that one going. I appreciate get that one going on Spotify. Yeah. So I'm going to do this list here. I'll compile it, but I appreciate. So Wilco as a whole, Cody's going with a band as a whole concept. I like it. I'm really doing this free form. I was too particular on the, on butt rock. So I'm just huh. being, I appreciate loose. it. All right, Aaron, Aaron, you said you were going to go second. So, when you heard I got, uh, Lenny Kravitz, oh. I want to get away. Yes. So, what was your inspiration? What was my inspiration? Because his dad got away from him and ran away. Yeah. What was your inspiration between b- behind uh, your your dad rock top ten? Like, what are you thinking uh, of? Great, great. What so, I 
you guys will absolutely recognize what I'm going to talk about, but my dad was in his 30s during the 90s. Yes. Right? Okay. Okay. Like, uh, he was in his in his 20s for that, too. Um, Our dads are, like, the same age, I think. So this, this is Yeah, like, they're mid-50s, right? Yeah. So I uh, got, like, a healthy dose of <laughs> 90s pop music, and then I also got, like, a lot of stuff that was still popular from 15 or 20 years before that. Mm. So some of it I handpicked because it reminded me of my 20s and kind of like figuring out what kind of bars I like to go to. And the bars I like to go to were playing garage music, which I'm not talking about garage rock and roll. What I'm talking about is like whatever you're working on when you're sitting in front of your, your car, like kicking the tires, being like, God damn it, I wish I could fix this thing. Um, I'm just picturing like sweaty dudes and cut off denim shirts listening to like Marshall Trucker. Uh, you know, we I call it garage <laughs> beers, but like my buddy and I, we no, work no, on our bikes. A picture, buddy. Right? I like it. Yeah, uh, or maybe it's like yard beers. And these days, I, I'm kind of looking for music that is a little bit forgettable that I don't really hate to listen to and I don't think about. Um, and dude, I, it's been on my mind a lot lately because I'm kind of finding myself listening to a, more music again and I've not really listened to it for a while Jam, but I think uh Aaron's about to get into Morgan Whalen. <sighs> dude, I I just I listened Just remember cover me up was done by Isbell first. I uh at dive bars, you're always going to get like um, a grunge radio station that's going to have like Alice in Chains, yes. that's and that's a Nirvana Washington dive bar situation. Right? A Texas and then you dive have, bar station dive bar deals can be way worse. And then classic rock is in there too. So my my first song is is Lenny Kravitz. I want to get away because that's it, that sit that sits in like the karaoke classic rock dive bar th- situation. All right. I think I agree that's Lenny Kravitz and that song are good, but I think even better. Well, hold on, hold on. Am- you don't know. Well, I mean, American I don't. Woman. I don't know his next nine in the reader. There's no way he pi- he doesn't do two Lenny Kravitzes. Oh no 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 no. no. What I'm saying, like Lenny Kravitz, great pick, great song by him. I would have loved to seen like. It's just such a dad thing to like the American Woman song, just yes. from the Austin Powers soundtrack. Well, and it's a and it's a remake, right? It's a remake yeah, of something from cover. the seventies. It this that's just peak dad to like. Oh, I love this Lenny Kravitz song with Heather Graham on the car from Austin Powers too. All right, but Aaron, solid pick. So I I'm, I'm digging how this playlist is going to turn out. So in my conceptualization of dad, I think get to throw an American Woman as well. Just as concept, uh, so I'll put that under honorable mentions. Um, American Woman. I, in mine, I kind of take it back to like what somewhere around nine, ten years old is where I really start like making music a core proponent of my life. Like I've always loved music, but somewhere around like ten years old is where it's it's really starting to be this thing that like I cling to, I identify with, and I want more of it in my life at every chance I get. So I'm looking back at. Uh, my dad, my stepfather, my friend's fathers, like the the adult men in my life, what are we listening to in the 90s? 
Um, and much like I was doing before Aaron hopped on, I was listening to a playlist of like my favorite high school jams, which is some My Chemical Romance and some AFI and you know Sugar Cult and stuff like that. So for me, Dad Rock is it, the people listening to this music are somewhere between fifty-five and seventy right now. Um, and, and when they're listening to this, it's very nostalgic. They're, they may have their flip-flops on when they're flipping burgers or maybe um, when the cover band on a Friday night at some smoky dive bar plays this song, they're like, fuck yeah! And, you know, and they raise their cheap beer from the corner while they're, while they're remembering how they used to shoot pool or whatever the case. So I absolutely love your tie-in nostalgia. I missed that when I was describing it, but that's fucking a core component to what is that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, right. So like, maybe they're still, maybe they're listening to new stuff, but there's something about these top ten songs that just the old fucking. Hits. It's just straight. Every time they hear them, they they know the car they were in. They know the the chick they the, you know the guy there the the girl they were sitting next to. Um, yeah, their yeah. best friend that they were chugging beers with on the lake. They remember the you know the fish that got away. Like, oh, I, I can't believe Jeff died fishing. Yeah, and the fish that got away, the the <laughs> fucking deer that they missed because they were so drunk they didn't pull the trigger. Whatever the case, this is the nostalgia effect. Um, so for my number ten, I'm going with Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama. Of course, absolutely. It, of course. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Chef's kiss on that. Absolutely. I had Leonard Skinner on here at one point. I waffled just like, all right, that didn't necessarily fit like my experience, but I definitely saw that as a quintessential dad rock band. I have some predictions, and I'm not ready to share them yet because I think it would ruin the fun. I think it, I think it will. I'm going to... I have a prediction. Well, write your prediction down at the end of this. You can tell us if you were right or wrong. How about that? You got it. All right, Cody, okay. uh, we're moving on to number nine in this round-robin tournament. You're up with your number nine. Okay. This one, I think, is a crowd pleaser, and I have core memories of this song as, like, a six- or seven-year-old in the back of, like, whatever car my dad is borrowing from my grandpa's where – uh, in California for the summer because we'd fly from like Germany to California and spend the summer there. Like sometimes I would fly ahead, whatever. And I just like have these, this very specific core memory of being in the back of my parents' car and we're in the in and out drive through. And I just hear the opening like lick to Joe Walsh's Life Been Good. The that thing just fucking plays rent free in my head and like i just that song again nostalgia like that song's too old for my dad to have heard on the radio he's probably the same fucking age as me when that song came out but that's just a very dad rock song love that song and uh do you still listen to it to this day it is on like three playlists on spotify like that one that that's been a main line like i have countless like burned cds from high school like i've got that one slipped in there like it'd be like a bunch of blink 22 i'm like yeah but joe wall still fucking hits 
like, and Joe Walsh has other great songs, like like really good. So like Rocky Mountain Way, definitely a dad rock uh, honorable mention. But uh, yeah, just fucking you hear Joe Walsh, and again, like you kind of said, that is a garage beer. That's a backyard beer. That's a driving back roads with an open container beer. That's a uh, not that we would condone that behavior. No, of course not. That's a you're at a you're at JM's Beach Bar in Connecticut. And that comes on, and all of a sudden the the blue collar old guys, the white collar old guys, you're like, oh, is that Joe Walsh out here? <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden they're just doing air guitars. You're like, oh yeah, everyone's into this, you know, just like this this tale of you know none of us could ever comprehend of this guy and his crazy massive success and just like ah you know it's like i wrecked my car i don't know i don't drive but like i'm just this weird crazy guy like it's the best song it's it's a great song it's a good one so that's your number nine number nine and uh jm we're also adding rocky mountain way as an honorable mention rocky mountain way okay do you not know that one no no no, no. i'm i'm adding it to the okay. yeah because i had four honorable mentions <laughs> Yeah, I'm making up as I go. Yeah. So number nine was Joe Walsh. Life ain't good. Life's been good. Life's been good. Did I say life ain't good? Life's been good. Sorry. His life was good. Still is good. I think we have to be very Did judicious you know Joe Walsh with the is honorable Jason mentions. Isbell sponsor. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry. Yeah. Say that again, Aaron. Uh, I would say that uh, honorable mentions need to be real rare. Uh, no, mine Is were it, like toss-ups. I feel like I, yeah, like, especially for some artists, I've, like even like Lenny Kravitz, Joe Walsh, like it could have been a couple songs. So basically, I just, like, like felt strongly. Basically, all my honorable mentions could have been number ten, and I was like, nah, not quite. Okay, there's a couple cool. artists that I, I jotted down where I was absolutely like, yeah, whatever they fucking played fits into this, yeah, <laughs> into this discussion, you know. Um, but for for my number nine, I picked out Fastball, uh, the way. Oh, which oh, is Austin band, ninety song. Huh? I love that. It's like a very like Gen X dad rock. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, my, I think my dad. I geez, he must have been in his late twenties when that song came out, and I have a, a distinct memory of him being at um, I don't know one army thing or another. And he put it on repeat, and he drank a six pack, and he just listened to that song on repeat. So I remember drinking that six pack. I remember hating that song, brother, and you and your sister. I remember right, hating right. that song when it came out. He just did it twenty years later. Fucking my mom, my mom loved that song. I hated it. It's a good one. I hated it, and now I mean, and that was tw- God twenty five. That's Bob years. Dylan's son, isn't it? That, uh, no, 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 or is that the other no, band? No, 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 that's uh, Wallflowers. Um. Let's see if you'd listen last. If you're the Mike, the Mike and the Moon Pies cover is pretty good. Yeah. So that song came out in 1998. So 25 years ago. Yeah, I was right. That's at 25. That's where I was going with this. So 25 years ago, I remember fucking hating that song um, because you know 101X would play it, but they would play it like in between. They would play it like in between Nine Inch Nails and Ma- Marilyn Manson. I was like, this is bullshit, fucking song, whatever. Um, and now looking back on it, I'm angry. Now listen, now listening to it 25 years later, I'm like, dude, this song jams, especially because it, like, it fits in that outlaw country vibe. Like, it really walks Ish. that line between yeah. that, like, pure Texas between country. singer songwriter and outlaw. 
It, yeah, like, I see that. And it has that. Are you familiar with the band The Refreshments? Yeah. With Roger Pace? Of course. It's kind of like, I would definitely put them along, like, I think The Refreshments are a better band. Everybody say hi to Maddie. Maddie, come back. What's your dad rock top ten? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, fastball the way, number nine. Thank you. All right, number nine. Solid. Number nine for me. Um, I picture when I like looking at this song. Um, it was Matt Weaver's dad, and I don't know if y'all had the chance to talk with Love him at this. the wedding. Um, but the guy is the guy is an absolute badass. Um, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, so my number nine is actually Buffett's Margaritaville. Solid. I think I think that's on Aaron's list um, as well. Well, I don't know because I'm not looking at Aaron's list and I'm not spoiling it for our listeners. I assume there's going to be overlap like our butt rock stuff is. But yeah, uh, Margaritaville, oh, yeah. this for me um, reeks of um, somewhere between April and May backyard burger flipping. Um, it's like those weekends in Texas where it's just hot enough that you can stroll out there in your in your shorts um, and you can do some backyard burger flipping on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, there's no football on, so you got nothing else to do. So why not flip some burgers after we mowed the grass and, and, and pound? And it's just the sounds of a fucking blender going nonsense. Yeah, and just some margarita. You know, the kids are away at college now. Um, the wife and I are going to put on a blender of margaritas and invite the uh, invite the neighbors over. We got the upside down pineapple. In the, yeah, we got the upside yeah. down pineapple <laughs> in the front yard and the pink flamingos next door. Like, let's just do this thing. Let's have a key party. <laughs> Can I go. tack on to that one? Because I absolutely did have that one on but my what? list, and I think we okay. could just knock no, that no, one no, off. But you can talk it about you can talk about it when it's your turn to talk about it. Fair enough. We know there's going to be overlap. Yeah. 100%. There you go. You know, I'm going to foreshadow that this could be a heavily saturated topic. Yeah. All right, Cody, coming in at number eight, what you got? I'm going with, it could be a lot of songs by this guy, but I think in particular, Tom Petty. Fuck. Now I'm second guessing. What did you say? I said Petty, but. It is Tom Petty. <laughs> you are absolutely fucking right. <laughs> And I'm going with Last Dance of Mary Last Jane. Last Dance, it easily, yeah. It easily could have been fucking Free Fallen. It could have been You Don't Know How It Feels. It could have been 25 other songs. Free Fallen almost made my list. Free Fallen, Aaron's going to hate me. Honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why is there a list? Why isn't it just a fucking Google Doc of words? <laughs> But uh, Tom Petty, uh, like for me, what's weird enough about Tom Petty is actually like that's my mom's favorite band. Yeah, y'all got that so, re-release of that. Um, y'all got oh of uh, the uh, Wildflower. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking incredible. But uh, so that's like my mom's favorite band. But I definitely see Tom Petty as like cool dad rock. Okay, love it. Like, like if your dad fucks with Tom Petty, like he's probably all right, and that's that I aspire to be all right. But yeah, like Tom Petty has to be alt right. Love it. Bangers, fucking like an unbelievable amount of bangers. His band has one of the most underappreciated guitars known to man. Do they? Uh, and Mike Campbell, and just phenomenal band. We lost him too soon. I never got to see him live. That's probably a nostalgia act. I would have, 
plopped 250 300 bucks on a ticket for if I could have. But he decided to get into the, the fentanyl, which also pretty Thanks, cool. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. I feel like this is Fast and the Furious's fault. But yeah, Tom Petty, Last Dance of Mary Jane. I feel like that's definitely what I feel like is the most dad rock. It's like, you can just picture a bunch of fucking drunk dads sitting in the lawn chairs like, oh, oh, my, my. Oh, hell yeah. I just yes. picture them sitting just in lawn chairs giggling like, you know, this song's about pot, right? Like, <laughs> don't tell the kids. Yeah. It's like the Indiana Nights. You're like, what is it? Did you know what that means? You live in Georgetown. But yeah, so that's that's what I got. Yeah, I, Tom Petty, good pick. Yeah. But uh, for my n- number eight, I picked out anything from Van Halen is what I wrote down. Van Halen, absolutely. What I picked out, what I picked out in the end was Panama. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I just like I imagine like eighties movies where like all of the jocks are out there, they're just like getting around Panama. there, their their Corvette, and just like you know waving their arms in the air. Oh yeah. See, that's that's cooler because if I was if I was thinking about just my dad, it would have been Jump with all the fucking sympathizers. Doot 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 doot. doot. Right, I'm I'm fucking up the riff. Damn it, I was, I was almost no, there. That was pretty good. But just doot doot. Do do ow! <laughs> pretty good, David Lee Roth. I thought it was that was yeah. pretty good, man. Yeah, just I <laughs> no. I will tell you this is this is core. Da- I'm some, I'm mad at myself for not having Van Halen because that's definitely a core. Oh, wow. See, my dad. Thing. Maybe that's maybe that's on me because if you played a Van Halen song right now, I don't know that I could tell you it was a Van Halen song. I, I just don't Van Halen. I just Van Halen has some slappers. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. Like I know "Eruptions" one of the songs, right? But I like I don't know what that sounds like. I I don't know that I could tell you what a Van Halen song was. I didn't want to yeah, be the one that said it. I don't know who Joe Walsh is, and we'll leave it at that. Oh, you looked very confused when <laughs> I said Joe. you're like. <laughs> I do know who Joe Walsh is. No, Aaron did. Um, no, I know that. that like that. At least I get points on that one so kudos for you Aaron because I'm like I don't fucking, like I know that that there's like a big description I know that how many his, honorable mentions do I get by this point in the podcast and even, as, you, as, as many as, as you want. want what was your honorable you mention on this JM, one hey write that down honorable mention addendum does it. for his technical writing course <laughs> he just does yeah. it it's, that's the best part about JM he's like, he's like fine I'm writing, I'm it, writing down. it down right now what's, what's your uh, honorable mention then I don't. Have, I oh, okay. don't fucking have one. Okay, you'll think of one. You'll think. You'll think of some. Uh, we're on number eight. Number eight. Number eight. 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 Yeah, number eight. Um, number eight. 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 I've got yeah. one, two, three. I have three scratch offs. Yeah. Number ten. Number nine. And number eight would be your three, three scratch offs. Right. Okay. I know it's math's hard. Um. Okay. Here we go. Uh. So on the line, this ties into Last Dance with Mary Jane. Because we're going down the highway and we're we're smoking that we're smoking that the herb and we're getting lost in old Hotel California. Yeah, fucking that's an all timer dad rock for Eagles, sure. Eagles Hotel California. Uh, I, something about that opening that opening guitar riff, um, just you hear it and 
and old men in the corner of the bar go, oh, yeah. Like, they just stand up and they're like, yeah. Yeah, this is my jam. And and they're, and they're old ladies I that have been... a frozen margarita in their hand, don't you? Yeah, and the old ladies that have been with them their entire time... Um, or maybe maybe they're uh, maybe they're still riding motorcycles, you know, 60, 65 years old, and they leave the bar at midnight, and they crank up those speakers as loud as they can, and just Hotel California, on a dark desert Do, highway. Don't you picture them kind of like doing the bongos on their old lady's butt head. during it? Do 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 do. Just bongo butts. That's a dad move yeah. for sure. Um, and uh, again, this just it goes back to all those cover band nights, and I look at the same people for 20 years who you know 20 years ago raised their fist and were like yeah fuck yeah Hotel California and they still raising their fist and like fuck yeah Cal- Hotel California because they have been listening to the song for 40 years or 50 years or however old it is 50 years probably I mean I don't think my dad listens to anything new like that doesn't happen like he's got four song, four stations on FM or XM radio and it's like Yacht Rock. Just, I think it was. Uh, it's Yacht Rock. It's um, oh. not my dad, but uh, yeah, like, but yeah, four stations like the ACDC station. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, Yacht Rock is one of the stations on there. Uh, Red, White, and Booze, uh, which is like a lot of your uh, Garth Brooks. That like, that's like the Toby Keith station. No, Red, White, and Booze is like what's country the grunge station? Uh, lithium, lithium. Lithium. lithium and then he lithium. definitely listens to turbo which is like all the disturbed and stained and it's 90s and 2000s hard rock yeah i want there to be a dj on on there that does like acid rock where it's like queens of the stone age Ooh. uncle acid and the uh dead beats like caius desert sessions so they have doesn't exist yet what's that huh was that why that does not exist huh. no <laughs> they've got no, like acid rock station is just like Somewhere between like lithium and fucking yeah. kind of like classic, I guess. Where you're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. All right, let's keep this thing rolling because I know we're on. This is going to be a long episode already. All right, here we go. Number seven, Cody, what do you got? Okay, this one, I feel like Aaron's like, what? And so, as I mentioned, I have like the highwaymen of lists. You're a little bit of something. So. What's that? A little bit of everything, right? It's just a little bit of something. Yeah. So I'd like to introduce probably Aaron to Robert Earl Keane's <laughs> The Party Never Ends. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like if you're a Texas dad, especially like millennial, maybe Gen X, like this is your shit. You hear this come on and you're like, Fuck yeah, we're getting rowdy right now. Very, part, very the regional. The road goes on forever, and the party does never a end. Very regional dad rock call. You're gonna see. I've got a few regional guys. I, th- I mean, up, Wil- like, Wilco was, is a regional call, but I don't know if that's regional. Like they're they're pretty, they're national. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's not like well, it, they're more like an indie band, yes. not a mainstream. Yeah, I, and when you think dad rock, you think a very mainstream everyone knows I'm this. Lov- I'm but loving I- the way these lists are playing out. But like with Wilco, it's like, you know, there's a whole genre of dads who are like into indie rock and like this is their shit and I have a little bit of that in me, so that's okay. why I saw. But like Rob Rolkeen Road goes on forever. If you if you're familiar, he's got shitload of bangers. 
but this is his banger of bangers. This is what they will put on his grave when he dies. And if you put this song on around 8 p.m., te- any like any dudes from Texas be- that are between ages like 30 and 55, you're gonna see some like twinkle in their eyes, and they're just gonna be like Sherry was a waitress. Sherry was Sherry was a waitress. God damn it, <laughs> the only goddamn joint in town. <laughs> and you know you get like a yeah, I try to join the Navy too. <laughs> I would have punched that drill scuba diver or whatever the fuck they have. All right, Aaron. But yeah, Aaron, Aaron, I highly suggest you listen to this we're song. Gonna, we're going to build this playlist, and it's going to all work out well, and I'm going to hate myself for listening to it. So, Aaron, you'll get to experience it. Yeah, can't wait. Actually, it doesn't sound too bad. All right, number seven, you, man. You, well, I mean, ten, so of, ten of them are your song, so what do you got for number seven? Yeah, so I got uh, Thunderstruck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like it just fits this genre. I don't need to say anything no, no, else. Aaron, no, it's one hundred percent. We might need. To, we might do a DNA test because I feel like you, our dads might be the same. One hundred percent. You nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. My no, God. like no yes. explanation required, right? Like, if I showed up to so, a dive bar and Thunderstruck was playing, I'd be like, "Yep." And then it you're lo- and then you're looking around for the sixty. If I showed up guy. at my buddy's house to go turn wrenches on a bicycle and he's handing me a fucking cold beer. And Thunderstruck started playing, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'd be cool with it. You're looking, right? you're looking around for the Desert Storm Desert Shield veteran hat. No, <laughs> I'm not. I don't even, dude. I don't even need to do that, dude. Like, yeah, it's like, everywhere. Right, like, which one of you guys signed up for the burn ban fucking uh, class action That's lawsuit? Right. <laughs> not burn burn ban. I love it. Well, you know, yeah. that that goes well, uh, because my number seven, I have a couple ties in here. Uh, number seven, number six, and number one are all ties for me. So number seven was a tie for me, um, and that was Layla slash Cocaine by Clapton. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Damn. It's like and when your old man like had his crazy year and he smoked weed well, and so, he well, absolutely hated it. So, like, when I visit... Then later on, your old man was horny and wanted to bang well, your mom. Well, for me, so for me Clapton will always be um, in Tommy, right? So, The Who uh, in their in their oh. rock opera. Their rock rock, rock opera. Yeah. Uh, but Tommy... The rock So, the rock uh, when Clapton does his... And then, for some reason, just that opening of Layla, um, and then cocaine, right? Like she don't like. Plus, of Layla, you get the you get the outro and good. Yeah, and then you know maybe maybe we're feeling like a little uh, we're feeling a little chiller, Dad Rock. So we put on the acoustic version of Layla. Um. Which is a weird. It's it's a good song ba-da still, but it's a down, weird vibe. Ba-da down, ba-da down, ba-da down, ba-da Got ba-da me down. on my knees, Layla. Yeah. Do 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 do. So yeah, do, number do. seven is a tie between. It's Clapton, but it's a, it's a tie between Cocaine and I think uh, Cream is technically uh, Cocaine is technically Cream, right? But it's uh, Cream's White Room for sure. I don't know if it's it Cocaine. Is. Maybe. I don't know. I maintain that if we're going to have a top 10, it has to be a top 10 honorable mentions. Must be rare. But that's all I'll say. Keep adding honorable mentions. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, Eric Clapton oh. is cocaine. I thought this, it was this time around, Aaron has a lot of rules. Okay. 
All right, Cody. Get, uh, so this is going to be everybody's uh, final round robin. This is everybody's number six before we go dedicated top five. So, Cody, give us your number six. My number six is going to be Led Zeppelin. Which one? <laughs> going to go Stairway. Okay. Okay. Could have been a couple. Could have been Moby. Could have been Moby Dick. The most could have been is Dad Black Hawk. Dog. Immigrant song. Could have been Black Dog. Could have been uh, well, not it would not have been immigrant song, but I feel like it could have been Black Dog or it could have been, oh Moby my. Dick. Black Dog. Whole lot of love. Whole lot, could of, love. lot of love. Could have been that, but Stairway, just because it's fucking seven minutes long, it's overindulgent. Is it amazing? Yeah, a little bit. I don't want to hear it for another like year probably. I take that back. I haven't heard that song in probably two years, but I do have Led Zeppelin four on vinyl, so I can put it on if I want to. It's fine. It's one of those one I feel like I had to have. But yeah, it's just one of those like that song comes on and my dad's like, This is music. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that kind of Meanwhile your dad was twelve memory. when that song came out. If that. I think when that song came out, my dad might have been eight. <laughs> like my dad was born in '66. Poser. Oh, yeah. No, he was definitely like poser. Eight. Yeah, when did he's like eight. when did Led Zeppelin? He might as well been wearing the Nirvana shirt and like had some like fat guy that beer come up. I'm like, name three Nirvana songs. Uh, you know. that came out in '71, so he was five. <laughs> my dad was five. <laughs> but he's like, this was music, and like he'll like. Back when he was active on Facebook, thank God he's not anymore. I loved, I used, used to like, love his he, Facebook post. He's like, you never turned out, like, you always turned Van H- or, uh, Led Zeppelin up to 11. It's like, that's a spinal even if tap it's like, mis- <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, even if it's a uh, fuck, there's like all those like soft ones. Yeah. Like, even as that, like, it's like, yeah, even that, I'm like, it's really like the soft, it might as be a Taylor Swift song. It's love it. It's folksy. Yeah. So Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, absolutely on the dad rock. Top 10. All right, Aaron. Hit us up. You're number six. Yeah, I got this the cars. The cars? Just what I needed. Just what I needed. Dude, I am loving Aaron's list. Uh, Look, man. Lawn beers, garage beers, karaoke, dive bar, um, forgettable music you can have on at any point in time. Like I can think of like six car songs that are just fucking all timers. Totally, cars. totally. And these are probably all bands that JM has episodes of that uh, fucking Tyler Mayhan co. Yeah, suck. no, there's definitely an episode of. Yeah, yeah, your favorite band sucks. I mean, uh, most all, of these, all, every so- every band mentioned, it, this 100%. guy thinks sucks. Uh, my number six. It's another double. Um. We're gonna go with Sharp Dress Man slash oh, Lagrange. Pissing Aaron off. Sharp Dress Man slash Lagrange uh, by ZZ Top. Okay, I feel. Okay, so here's my question for you on this. I've ha- I've been thinking this thought since I was like. It's 16. based on riff, and I just don't know which one's got like the more iconic dad dad rock riff. Wait, Great all I, all he caught was Sharp Dress Man. What, what was the other? Lagrange. Yeah, there it is. So my question, so you and I grew up in the same place. No, I did not. I was not born in California, but yes, go ahead. Okay. I got to get that in every now and then. 
<laughs> Aaron, how much ZZ Top or uh, Steve Ray Vaughn did you hear in the radio in your various places up of upper, upper or the toadies? Let's throw the toadies in there too. <laughs> or the toadies. <laughs> I feel like in Austin we had more toadies than most. I got to have people. dinner with that dude at my uncle's house. That's yeah. cool. Well, I mean, I That's think the story. toadies are a fantastic one-hit wonder band. What the fuck that song is wrong with fucking you? Fucking rips. Whoa, shut what that one-hit that song fucking rips. Which one, Tyler? I'm book or Possum I'm, Kingdom, or I come from I the come water? from the water, or wait. I thought this oh, was a discussion this amongst friends. Tell me what I said wrong. You said one-hit wonder. I'm about the yeah, I'm about to book a flight to. I'm about to book a flight to Tacoma and beat your ass in front of your girlfriend. Okay, I mean you're bigger than me, so probably I'm not. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. So I'm gonna. Bu- I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars to fly there and get beat up. I mean backslider. I'll take you out for a beer. Anyway, backslider. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's like, bad. fuck you. All right, go ahead. What was their okay. one hit wonder that you're like? So it's Possum Kingdom. I know it. But well, my que- uh, my question really was, how much exposure to Steve Ray Vaughan and ZZ Top did you have outs- living s- outside of Texas? Because I feel my hypothesis has always been we got way more of that because of regional pride. No, I didn't get much of it at all. I got Stevie Ray Vaughan at a late age, and I, truth be told, I still don't have much of an appreciation for it. Um, it, it falls in a certain genre of jam music that I'm – kind of coming around the corner to uh, a friend of mine has been introducing me to kind of like the jam country stuff. And it's, you're like, that is new dad rock to me. Cause you're like, I can listen to an album of like this fusion reggae country jam stuff or whatever. Um, and I don't have a oh, good example, but it, it you're going to love Gary P. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tell There's you this what dude I like out there. He Texas. did, um, he did a, a cover of Jimi Hendrix's, song poly gap it's just instrumental but he does like this whole thing where he uses that riff and he writes a song um and it's outstanding um i'll get you guys information later but that's a whole nother thing i i went with just like dive bar music garage music and then karaoke no, no, stuff no, wrong with that my the real question was like you know jay mentioned like zz top I'm like absolutely agree that is dad rock Every Adam Sandler movie has a fucking ZZ Top in it. That that's a good distinction. If the song or band is played in multiple Adam Sandler movies, it is definitely and or Chris Farley movies and or David Spade movies and or because it's all the same. But I think everyone in this pod could agree. Like all they do is is like mine the seventies and eighties for like the same fucking songs over and over. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Ooh. He, oh, fuck, that's not on my list. That should have been on my list. Audible mention. song? <laughs> George Thurgood. Uh, oh, you have to include Yeah, but that. what is one it? One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. One bourbon. I've never heard that song in my Don't life. Don't you put that on my fucking honorable mention. That shit ain't going on one there. One bourbon, one scotch. Because there's like only like one minute of that song does anybody ever one want beer. to listen to. Beer. And that's why I'm being really judicious. Okay, well, it's it's at yeah, it and it's on I agree. Z- ZZ Top. Yeah, good All call. right. Now we're down to the crux of it. So, Cody, your top five in order, and then Aaron, your top five in order, and then my top five in order. Number five. Okay. So, all right, so number five is 
personally. Oh, shit. <laughs> so this is my dad rock. My dad rock is Blink-182. Huh. We'll go with what's, we'll go with what's My Age what's Again. What's My Age Again is a classic. Um, any song that talks about sodomy. But in general, pop punk is dad rock, baby. We're dads now. 100%. I was listening to Good Charlotte's <laughs> The Anthem the other day, so I can appreciate that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you have like a mental list, like, I got to make sure TJ hears this. I got to make sure Connor McKenzie hears this. I don't think you two are discussing people. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what's, what's my age again? That is absolutely what I feel. That uh, Bonus that's bonus points rock. to that. Um, if you're like, that's that shit that's going to be like when my kids are no. 12, we're like, Oh my god, Dad! This song's thirty. Well, it's years actually old. super topical in twenty twenty three because if your billionaire father's ever getting crushed at the bottom of the earth, um, you could be at a Blink one eighty two concert and washing your sorrows away. Listen, if my dad was crushed to death by some connex that falls on him wait, in wait, Gatesville, I'm probably. Wait, gonna are go you to unaware that one yeah. of the guys who died? No, no, I'm okay, fully aware okay. of it, and he had a whole beef with Cardi what? B on what? the internet. No, no, no. Or is it Nicki Minaj? What the fuck are you talking about? So one of the guys who just died on Ocean Gate. Yes, his stepson was at a Blink One Eight Two. Was at a Blink One Eight Two concert. Okay. Yes. He had a thing with. Throughout the week, he had a feud with Nicki Minaj because she's like, "It's like, damn, you don't care about your dad. He died. He's out there dying. He ain't my real dad too." I say that every Christmas. What he said, I think. Okay. Well, she's like, he's like. Oh God! You don't know about this guy. Aaron's yeah, it, Aaron's it, it face is so He's, yeah. So one of the guys who was on Ocean Gate. He's like, I have a hundred dollars in my bank account, and I have a legal reason why I can't leave the country. So it's more complicated than yeah. You Aaron. Think. So one of the guys got, who just died said. on the on that submarine. Uh, his who's a billionaire. His stepson was at the Blink One Eighty Two concert. He's like, fuck it. This is how I cope. <laughs> and he was uh he was he was adding the band saying like pray for my dad he's in the submarine <laughs> and like Travis Barker's like hope your dad makes it <laughs> hashtag thoughts and prayers I think it's like the I think it was at the same show where Courtney Kardashian yes, did yep, the Travis yeah, pregnant, pregnant 100%. Sign. I think it's the same I think it's the same right. show that does count for subject material for a drunk week in review where there is a music reference and a news reference, and rarely does it happen when they both happen Boom, at the same perfect. time. So nailed it. That yeah, is true. I'll yeah. buy. All right, Cody. For best number four for my top five. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Uh, hold on. So no, it's number. F- it's fives in order. Oh, uh, now it's. Uh, I gotta go. Sorry, I gotta go. Um, I'm adding. So this, like the my next one also is what I feel like I'll be able to do as a dad in the future. And so I'm going with Band of oh. Heathens, and I also feel this band Super regional. is sort of like a modern Texas jam band super in a lot regional, of ways. But yeah, it is super regional. Yeah, we'll go Band of Heathens, and let's go LA County. Oh so. man, that was my uh, first exposure to uh, Aaron. If are you familiar with Band of Heathens? So this no. song was actually my exposure to Band of Heathens in 2012 when I was in Germany. Or 2000. Really, maybe consider them as dad rock because they just put out like I think it's one or two albums somewhere around COVID where it's just sort of like covers, just like songs they like from like 70s, yep. 80s, and maybe 90s, and like I don't remember the name of it, but it's like 
okay, these guys are definitely getting, like, they're older. They're, like, 40s and 50s. Like, they're definitely getting into dad rock material. And, like, I'm digging this. Like, this is Co- where I see my. All right. So we just encountered some technical difficulties, mostly because we are in the middle of a severe thunderstorm here in North Carolina. And I definitely lost power. So bear with us. Quick pregnant pause and Cody's going to pick up on his number four. Alright, number four. Another more regional pick. Take it back. You're going to pick up on number three. (laughs) Yeah, you're Jerry Jeff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Number three. Jerry Jeff Walker. So, in many ways, he ends up becoming the like Jimmy Buffett of Texas. Like he is fucking huge in the seventies, late sixties, outlaw country, and then he becomes Jimmy Buffett. Like him, Gary Peanut, they just like, Oh yeah, we got all our money. Now we're just going to write songs about living in the islands and Mexico. But before he's that guy, he comes out with Sangria Wine, which is an absolute in your beer, in in your garage, in your backyard, fucking just beer crushing song. Like you can crush a lot of beers to some Jimmy. Uh, I'm sorry, some Jerry Jeff Walker. <laughs> that uh, was that song on Viva Trilingua. That song was on Viva Trilingua. I'm pretty 19, sure. Yeah, like it, it's an old one. 1973. Yeah. yeah. And so from there, we go to the real Jimmy Buffett, and we're gonna go volcano. Just so we can have as many Jimmy Buffett songs in this fucking playlist as possible. So, I want to introduce Volcano into the canon of Dad Rock. I actually don't know that song. Uh, Aaron, do you know Volcano? I don't. I don't know where I'm going to go with the volcano blows. Yep, no. It's all you. Oh, I also (laughs) recommend Boat Drinks. Oh, God. Even though we're doing this twice, he still cringes. I it's love the it. best. Yeah, no, we yeah. definitely, like, we are re-recording this segment because my power went out, which means I, I lost know. And all. we're so sorry if this this feels forced or it sounds is forced. forced. No, this because is. Because the first time around was natural and incredible, and I don't, we, we're going to try to recapture that magic, but fuck, I don't know. No, who knows? Maybe we get indicted in New York on, like, assault charges because this is just unnatural and forced, and... No, we can't. We're not former presidents. Anyway, Cody, hit us up yeah. with your number one. Number one, the horniest song for any dad out there, ACDC's You Shook Me All Night Long. My oh, dad, you're goddamn right. My dad has said it's, this is our song for two out of three wives. So uh, maybe he's going to do the third. I'm not sure. I haven't heard it yet, but definitely two out of three wives. This has been our song, and he does like weird hip gyrations that he's not good at my dad's a very stiff feller not a good dancer so you're like you don't want him to move his hips whatsoever it's not good but acdc uh, will do that for him he will make some movements and you just wish he hadn't man but that's such a bitchin song it's great the music video is amazing it's some guy fucking riding on a mechanical bowl or no it's a woman yeah, like a sexy woman on a mechanical bowl and Imagine some guy that. like 
giving himself a bath, I think. I don't know. But yeah, a, like ACDC could have been 12 fucking other songs. It could have been Back in Black. It could have been Hell's Bells. It could have been Giving the Dog a Bone, Dirty Deeds, TNT, The Jack. It could have been a lot of shit. TNT for sure, man. TNT. I, I got a lot of that one. Yeah, could have been any of them. Like, I remember as a kid, like, I had this skateboard and had a boom box with a, with, like a, with a CD player on it. And I would just grab, like, a handful of my dad's CDs and, like, skateboard around the neighborhood, like, listening to ACDC as a fucking, like, seven, eight, nine-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything too much different where, like... I was a teenager, and this other guy that played guitar, his favorite band was ACDC, and he learned how to play Back in Black beginning to end. So oh, we'd dope. go to, like, we'd we'd go to, like, play guitars together with a drum guy and a bass guy, and he'd be like, all right, man, I got this. And you're like, all right, cool, what's up? And uh, he... He played the same couple of songs every time, and I was like, man, I can't work with this guy. Get him out of here. Oh, man, I'm wondering if we get Jam at all back. <laughs> Thunderstorms, right? Oh, man. I told him, like, we just like, all right, man, we, uh, we had the conversation. We're good. Sucks that we didn't get it for everybody, but uh, let's, let's give him a minute. Sure. I'll go ahead and, and run through... Nah, top let's, five. Uh, let's see if we can get them, and then um, cause, you know, one is like input. Yep, I agree. Let's give a solid. Here we go. Powers out. That's it. Okay. All right. Give your five. Let's do it. Then we'll put her to bed. Beck, loser, Santana. Is it the move? Smooth. Rob Thomas. Smooth. Yeah. That's it. Which, that's it. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, like you got some like great '90s dad rock. Like this is really hitting. Uh, one headlight, Wallflowers, yeah. Boston's more than a feeling, and of course Margaritaville. Um, tons of stories there, but uh, for every single one of these songs, you know, like they belong in the dad rock sphere. I believe absolutely like, do. Like more than a feeling. Some of them cross over to like yacht rock. A little bit. Some too. of it's yacht rock, some of it's butt rock, some of it's like that's. I think that's the beauty when I when I thought about dad rock, that was kind of the beauty of it is, it could have been anything. Like you could have came here and said, Garth Brooks, friend in low places, and I'd be like, yeah, dude, that fucking counts for sure. Thunder rolls would have counted, you know. These boots are made for walking. Because Thunder Rolls would have been your sad dad in the garage drinking beers. Because, like, oh, God damn it. She cheated on me again. Yeah, but what if you had a trash mom that listened to, like, ooh, Barracuda? See, I had a mom who, like, very much wanted to be divorced. So we had a whole lot of, like, Alanis Morissette. And it was scary. Uh, yeah. Like, Ivy's memories of listening to Alanis Morissette while, dire- while decorating a Christmas tree. And I'm like, yeah, this is over. <laughs> so maybe upcoming we'll have a mom rock episode. <laughs> yeah, it was Alanis Morissette and like uh, 10,000 maniacs at my, my house. 
Oh God, yeah. yeah. Sarah McLaughlin, there you go. Well, that comes into play later. Where'd we end up at? Hey, welcome back after uh, my fucking power went out and actually my internet's out, so I'm uh, mobile hotspotting off my phone to try to fucking end this thing. Oh, dude, that's commitment. Uh, Aaron ran through his list real quick, and now we're riffing about uh, uh, divorces, oh, I think. Oh, hey, we all got one of those. Uh, yeah. Okay, this is going to be a fucking nightmare to edit, so I'm sorry for anybody who has to listen to this podcast. Uh, all three of you. Can I can I no, can I just yeah. knock out my top five and then we can just make fun of it because we we already said it once but we didn't get to do it on air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is gonna be wonderful. It only counts if recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, number five, uh, "Rock You Like a Hurricane," Scorpions. Fucking incredible. Band. Figured. Uh, there was a lot of toss up on this one. Uh, I figured this is probably the best one. My number four is "Have You Ever Seen the Rain" by Credence. The only CCR. Uh, it is not Cross. Canadian ragweed, for those who are curious. I mean, CCR really could have went like fucking. Yeah, so it was a toss up. It was a toss up between this fortunate son and proud Mary, but I really felt like "Have You Ever Seen the Rain" is the quintessential, um, only because um, I'm picturing all the Big Lebowski dads out there, right? And I feel like they would be more upset about yeah. this one versus fortunate son. Bearded, long hair, goatees. Have you ever seen the rain? And it's like thumbing along to run through the yeah. jungle. Uh, number three, Sweet Child O' Mine. Um, this barely won out over Welcome to the Jungle. Um, I don't know why it did. I just feel like Sweet Child O' Mine is more dad rock. It's a little more dad rocky because yeah. possibly your dad could like look at you and point to you and be like, yeah, Sweet Child O' Mine over there in the passenger seat. Uh, number two. Like Number that. two, one of my dad's favorite bands, uh, Tom Sawyer by Rush. Oh my god, my dad likes Rush too. It's fucking Modern annoying. Modern day warrior, me, me, right? Today's Tom Sawyer. Yep. Uh, and then number so, one. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Do you remember uh, Charlie Hodge no. on 93.7? Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, so um, I can, I can't, it lives rent free in my head. Like every time a Rush some song would like he would have to play it because it's the fucking ninety three point seven playlist. It's in Aaron's definition of butt rock. We play nothing but, but rock, rock, and it's Rush. It's always Tom's. And so every song, like Rush pictures. put on at the end of it, he put on lasers and goat sounds, like pew 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 pew, pew. <laughs> just like making fun <laughs> of Rush. Yeah, so that's all. So every time my dad, like, he knows I can't stand Rush, so he'll send me, like, YouTube videos. I'll just send him back laser cats. Love it. <laughs> uh, my number one, Aaron actually mentioned my number one. My number one was uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC, so I'm going to go with Back in Black. I mean, incredible. Like, we can just do, honestly, you can just do the Back in Black album, throw in the song Thunderstruck, and call it the Dad Rock playlist, and it would be fine. I had four like, honorable it, mentions. Um, I had Pantera's Walk. I feel like that was like maybe ooh, a little too segmented. That's a dad with a jail record. Yeah. Um, Aerosmith's <laughs> Dream On. Okay. Uh, Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Give it to me. 
And I love the crew. My last one, Ozzy's Crazy Train. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so those are my honorable mentions. Uh, Aaron, how many honorable mentions did you have? I've got you down for two. Zero. <laughs> I've got you down for... Fucking zero. I, I picked I've out ten Aaron songs. for six I've got you down for uh, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, and Hate I Told You So by The Hives. I wouldn't pick that one, but yeah, write it down. I don't condo- I don't I don't endorse this fucking message, but write it fucking down. Aaron's got a real hard line about honorable mentions. Yeah, I think like a hard uh, honorable mention has to be like you get one. Aaron, I don't know how you can say you got one. I have you down personally for two. <laughs> What kind of fucking podcast is this? I thought you said pick out. I thought you said pick out ten songs, man. You told me pick out ten songs. I pick out ten songs. I feel like he insinuated to add "Don't Stop Believing" and add it to his tally. Oh shit! That's right. You said you wanted Journey in here, but you didn't have room for it. I think he wanted "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, no, I got you, Aaron, right here. Journeys. I don't. In good conscience, I can't put Journey. Get the fuck out of here with Kansas. Get the fuck out of here with Journey. I was gonna say like I looked at that shit. I looked at Journey. It was on Guitar Hero. Get the fuck out of here. There was there were songs I debated putting on, and honestly, "Don't Stop Believing" was not one of them. Like I had, uh, I had fucking Springsteen's "Born in the USA" getting close up there. I had Mellencamp's "Jack and." I had Mellencamp's Jack Springsteen's the liberal, so I couldn't put it. As, I had Mellencamp's like Jack. I had Mellencamp's Jack and Diane up there as well. Ooh, small yeah. town would have been a good one. No. Anyway, uh, this is already going to be a nightmare to edit because I'm looking at all these cracks <laughs> in this episode. I fucked up with the uh, not including "Don't Stop Believing" because pretty much every time I've put the kids to bed, not every time, but like. Oh, God, probably 40% of the time I sing some variation of Don't Stop Believing to them. I'll just, like, add my own lyrics to it. So you basically do a podcast intro every time you put your kids to bed. I do, yeah. Love it. Because I call call my daughter Squirrel, so I'm like, she's just a small-town squirrel living in a squirrely world. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, I can't believe. I do Connor as well, but it's just like mostly like saying the word Connor. Living in a Connor world, which makes no sense, but he likes it. Uh yeah, we're going to have this po- we're going to have this playlist up. Um fuck me. This is going to be this I I feel bad for whoever tries to listen to this episode. 10 I'm, songs. Only put me down for 10 songs. I ain't putting down no honorable mention. You guys put down like Aaron, I feel bad for Aaron, I got you. Down. Well, first of all, this. first of all, I put I had four written down before we came into this, and then Cody, or I'm sorry, Aaron, you added another one with American Woman because you put up Lenny Kravitz, so that's your fault. Um, like if you hadn't mentioned Lenny Kravitz, American Woman would not be on here, so that's your fault. <laughs> uh, Rocky Mountain Way, I don't know how that, that was one. Me. That was you. That was 100 you. Uh, free fallen. Right, right. Who put up? Yeah, that's that's yeah, that too. Uh, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Aaron. Aaron. Five o'clock somewhere. That's Buffett. That's all three of us. That's Buffett. Yeah. Um, hate. I told you so. Garage rock. That's Aaron. Aaron. Carry on, my wayward son. Uh, that's Aaron, Aaron because he fucking mentioned Boston's more than a feeling. Yeah, like that dude. They piggyback. 
Boston's the. It's like you've Boston's never seen. Is a, pers- a perfect song, man. It's, Boston played. It's like you've More never seen. Ceiling, it's like you've never seen an episode of Supernatural. Like, just, <laughs> oh God! The whole soundtrack <laughs> to Supernatural's Dad Rock. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> Adam Sandler movies, Supernatural, Dad Rock. So super. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to Depeche Mode yet. God damn it! Oh man. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, I don't think there's any need for closing thoughts. There's really no need for socials nope. on this one, other than hit us up nope. uh, drunkweekendreview at gmail.com and Instagram at drunkweekendreview. There's actually no upcoming elections until uh, the 11th of July, so enjoy the week off. Uh, we're gonna have a pod or a playlist out for y'all, and uh, we're probably not recording next week because you'll be in. Uh, we can. We can. I'm just gonna have to. It'll have to be Thursday night. It'd have to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We can make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. All right, boys. All right. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that we got to record this episode three times in the course of one night. Yeah. Um, To everyone who may be listening, maybe not, July the 4th be with you. Oh, nice. Aaron? Good night. We love you. Aaron, any comments about all your your honorable Honorable mentions? mentions? You should really stick to the formatting, Aaron. It's kind of fucked up. You had so many honorable mentions. It was top ten. Like j- all we needed you to do was put Dude, top ten in. God, uh, just ten, <laughs> not fifteen. <laughs> He's ripping off his headphones. Send us out, Cody. <laughs> Good night. We love you. Bye. Oh, happy Hundo. Bye. <laughs>